You're listening to the Trafficking Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today is all about burnout, slowing down, and how to get your motivation back. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Trafficking Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. I hope all is going well in your world. I have so many wonderful things going on and things to celebrate. We've had we have a very very large family. My husband is the baby of eight siblings, so just on his side alone, it's huge. We have 19 nieces and nephews and then then we have our side as well. So it's like crazy. So we've had something going on literally five weekends in a row, celebrating all things, engagements, birthdays, brides-to-be, babies on the way, baby's first birthday, couple of weddings, OMG. And this is the first for me and celebrating so much like in such a short period of time, right? I am truly blessed and enjoying the time with my family. And really that's what a crazy cool life is all about, right? Like enjoying life, actually living life. Unfortunately, way too many times we are so burned out that we're too tired to even thinking about getting all dressed up, getting your makeup on, getting your hair did. And it's like, we just want to sit in front of the TV and in our PJs and watch Netflix, right? I know it is for me and I fought and I worked so hard and for so long to get a full roster of clients to only be booked and burnt out. Um, So busy doing like all the things, right? No energy to do any fun stuff, lost all my creativity and felt that if I were to slow down, then things would come to a stop, right? I would lose that momentum. I thought that I was actually building this momentum. But what I realized is that I actually turned into a machine. Like I was constantly running on all cylinders and I sadly found out the hard way that my body, my mind nor my relationships could really handle it. Have you ever felt this way? Like so burnt out that you suddenly realize that you're not loving life. That is not what you had in mind for you and your crazy cool life. Am I right? And if you're wondering, hmm, I don't know if I've ever been burnt out (laughs) or am I currently burnt out? Well, signs of burning out can slowly creep in. And the next thing you know, it's like you're all cranky, you're tired, and you're frankly just not fun to be around. I mean, you don't even want to be around yourself. And it might show up for you like you're no longer motivated by your day-to-day routines. Maybe you're currently meeting with like your one-on-one clients and you're like, you know what? I'm just not into that anymore. Like, I don't want to show up. Should I reschedule, right? All these thoughts go through your mind. Another way it could show up for you is exhaustion. Like you literally cannot pick yourself up to do even just normal everyday tasks. Like fatigue and exhaustion are your body's way of telling you that something needs to change, that the pace that you're working at just isn't working for you. And it may also show up for you as sadness. I'm talking feeling sad all the time. Like you may notice that it's maybe like your self-love or maybe your self-belief like is starting to diminish or maybe even self-sabotage starts to set in. And think about it as your self-esteem starts to drop because you start beating yourself up because you're not able to keep up with the task and you start to convince yourself that you're a failure, 
right? Does any of this <laughs> sound familiar at all? And you might be making more mistakes than normal, right? So those are just a few ways that burnout might be showing up for you. So now that we know what burnout looks like, what can you do to avoid getting to that place? Like, how do you really slow down? And listen, I am not going to lie. <laughs> this is super duper challenging for me, right? I don't even enjoy yoga because it's so slow, right? I like like all the good music and I like to jump around and things like that. Just the thought of like calming down and just like kind of sitting there within your own thoughts and stuff is just not my cup of tea, right? And the thought of like not going at that certain place or doing absolutely nothing gives me total anxiety, right? So this is something that I've really had to work at and work at really hard. So if you're like me, I want to say that slowing down can be done and it's a total game changer. So I ask that you be open and trust, like trust you, trust your body, the people in your lives you will be will be so grateful that you actually did this, okay? Because slowing down is a conscious choice. It leads to a greater appreciation for life and a greater level of happiness, right? And who doesn't want to be happy? And that was one thing I remember when I was in like the sad part, right? Which I think I pretty much had all of the burnout symptoms together because there's so many more. I remember saying, I've lost my happy and I really want to get my happy back, okay? So Everybody around you is going to love it because you are going to get your happy back. So here are seven things that will help you slow down. First and foremost is listen to your body. Meaning if you feel tired, then rest. Like literally take a nap. And yes, I mean, even saying in the middle of your workday, take a 20 minute nap, right? I can't tell you how many times I tell myself, Michelle, you're not tired. Push through, right? And it's like later I realize all the mistakes I made or the extra time it took me to do something because I just couldn't even think, right? Or be at the level of creativity that I needed to, to do this particular task. So get up from your chair, stretch, go for a quick walk, jump up and down or dance it out. Figure out something that makes you motivated, that snaps out to listen to your body. If your body starts feeling tight, like do something. I got an aura ring this year and it reminds me to get up right? Oh, must be time to get up and stretch your legs. Like it sends me a notification. But if you don't have one, set an alarm or a reminder on your phone or even have Alexa, like remind you a couple, every couple of hours to get up and do something, right? And just figure out what is that thing you're going to do when you get up? Because if you're anything like me, it's like, well, what am I going to do? Like you're talking for me to rest for five or 10 minutes. Like that's five or 10 minutes. I could be doing something. So figure out what you are going to make a conscious decision that when you take this break, is it going to go walk to go, you know, get some water, maybe walk outside or just take a, you know, deep breath, you know, from fresh air or something like that. Second, and we started implementing this this year, and I know I talked about it before, and it's celebrating a daily win. I think of this as the old saying of stop and smell the roses, right? It's all about thinking of what I am grateful for and looking for something awesome, right? Big or small, something awesome to celebrate. Here's the thing. It's important to be grateful and thankful for what you have, because then you'll end up having more. If you only focus on what you don't have, then you'll never have enough. And that's when you start to get on that hamster wheel. And that's when you want to keep going, going, going. And you get to the point of burnout because you're like, 
oh, but I got to get this. I need to have more. I need to have more. Right. And I remember that hard reality when my husband said, okay, you've crushed all your goals. And I literally feel like it's never going to be enough for you because there's always that next something. So if you only focus on putting out fires and the customer complaints and the mistakes and all that other stuff, then you're giving yourself a one-way ticket to burnout city. So take a minute. This will allow you to look for whatever that win is going to be for the day. Like how can you work? And this is good for your whole team as well. It's like, what are we looking to win at? Are we looking you know, to finish a project? Are we looking to a customer, you know, give a compliment, right? Are we looking for a win in whatever work you do? I also take five minutes to journal. My sister-in-law, Lisa, got us gratitude journals for Christmas. All the sister-in-law, she got us each one. And I wanted to share some prompts with you that will help you celebrate your wins or even give you ideas of things to be looking out for, right? And these are things to be grateful, thankful, or appreciative for all the things that go on in your day, right? So a couple are like silly things that happened today, moments that I appreciated today, food I enjoyed eating today, things that made me feel good about myself today, people I love talking to, things from today I would like to do again tomorrow, moments that made me laugh today, good things someone did for me today, good things I did for someone else today, new things I tried today, things I did for myself, relaxing moments you get the idea, right? So that should be a really good start for you. And notice that a lot of these or most of these or all of these were personal. So how can you with your team, maybe even look at some of these for your team and them to look out for, okay? And also if your team is working hard, just as you are, you don't want them to get on burnout. So give them some prompts or give them some things to go for, but definitely be looking at them especially personally, because you want to know that you're enough and you want to have that self-love and self-belief back, right? And if you'd like to get your own journal, it's only like $6.95 and I'll post the link where you can get it in the show notes, okay? All right, number three, do less. What? I know, I know. Now hear me out. Instead of trying to do a million things, consider making a conscious choice to do less, okay? When every time I hear that, Even today, I'm like, wait a minute, do less. Like, well, who's going to do the stuff? Okay. That's my always thing is who's going to do I have all this stuff to do. Who's going to do it? How can you tell me to do less? Focus on what's really important. What really needs to get done and let the rest go. I know that sounds crazy, but I am telling you, the more you do that, the more you get done. I know it's crazy, but it actually happens. Add some space between the tasks and appointments So you can move through your days at a more leisurely pace. So it's not like, oh, as soon as I hang up with this, I have my next one and my next one. And before you know it, you haven't eaten. You haven't gotten up to go to the bathroom, right? So just think about adding a little bit of white space, even to start in in your calendar. And maybe schedule something fun to do as you would any other appointment in your day. For me, I scheduled pool time or beach time with my husband. So number one, I knew that I could not cancel or reschedule because he was so excited to spend that time with me, right? He also wanted to avoid getting burned out and he wanted to do something fun. So I absolutely could not let him down. Number two, it's a place where I can't bring my laptop because I don't want it to get wet. And honestly, I can't even use my phone because of the glare of the sun. Like it's hard to read. So it actually ended up being a good 
thing for me because it got me out of the house. It allowed me to be more present in the conversations with my husband. And I usually bring a book and I actually read and absorb more than I do reading in the mornings because in the mornings, I'm like, oh, I got to hurry and start my day. So like, you know how you tell yourself, read 10 pages. I'm like, wait, how many more pages do I have? So I'm not even focused on what I'm reading. And if I'm really anxious or I know that I have a lot of things going on during the day, I'm like, oh, let me just skip reading altogether and go right into work mode so I can get ahead. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) I think it might be a little crazy that we might be a lot similar. Okay, so speaking of being present, present, That's number four. Being present is all about being mindful of whatever you're doing at that moment. That means when you find yourself thinking about something that you need to do or something that's already happened, or if you're like me that lives in the future, you're thinking of what might happen or what's going to happen, catch yourself and bring yourself back to the present moment. Focus on what is going on right now in that particular moment. All of your actions the environment environment around you, and the other people around you. So start to notice how you're sitting. Are you relaxed? Are your shoulders tense? Are you shaking your leg because you're anxious? And see if you're able to just like relax your body, like drop your shoulders, kind of stop the leg shake, maybe put both feet planted on the ground. And then like your environment, what is going on in the background? Like, is there music playing? Are there birds chirping? You know, who's around you? What are they saying? You know, do you love their smile? And are you fully engaged in their conversation? Okay, so these are just some things to be more present to. Number five is finding pleasure in anything. This is related to being present, but taking it a step further. Appreciate every single aspect of it, even if it's a household chores like washing dishes. Instead of rushing through it, Really feel the sensations of the water, the suds, the dishes. Anything can be an enjoyable task if you learn to see it in that way. Number six was huge for me because I grew up thinking that being able to multitask was something to be admired. I wore it like a badge of honor. And it wasn't until I learned to focus on the opposite, right? One thing at a time. OMG, you get so much more done. And you're able to cross four things off your list. Do you like to like check the box or cross it off? Like I'm totally down with that. One of my nieces, when she was very young, I think she was like maybe 10. We were, we did this little game and she was like, what, what's your favorite thing to do? And she actually wrote, I like making lists and cross them off. I'm like, oh my gosh, we are like soul sisters for real. Anyway, so when you feel the urge to switch to other tasks, pause, breathe and pull yourself back to just being focused on the one task. And I know this also isn't easy, so you have to breathe, which is number seven. I told you that I'm not a fan of yoga. However, I find myself speeding up and stressing out. I can actually feel my body fill with anxiety. I feel my face begin to get flushed. My hands start to sweat. That's when I know I need to get it out. So I pause and I take a deep breath. Then I take a couple of more and really feel the air coming into my body. And then I feel it go out. And then I tell myself what I want to come in and what I want to go out. Okay. So I breathe in peace. I breathe in calm, relax. Like I breathe all the things that I want coming in, maybe abundance, maybe energy, whatever it is that you want to come into your body. And then as you exhale, 
you want to say, okay, I want to get out the stress, the overwhelm, the anxiety. And by fully focusing on each breath, you bring yourself back to the present and you slow yourself down. And as a side note, my body goes into this fight or flight all the time. Like I said, I can literally feel my body in overdrive and it's bursting at the seams. Like sometimes I literally just, oh, like I can't, like I can't get away from myself because it's actually internal. So if the breathing doesn't work, I literally jump up and down. (laughs) And that anxiety, the fear, the stress, whatever's coming in on that fight or flight It just gets out. That's the only way I can literally remove it. And if you follow Tony Robbins, like he recommends that little trampoline. I haven't gotten one of those yet. However, you can just jump up and down. Sometimes I play really good music, something that motivates me. And I just kind of jump it out and shake it out. And wow, what a difference. And I know it sounds silly, but most of the time you're probably home alone, like in your office or in your dining room, wherever you happen to be, and no one's going to see. And if they do, like who really cares, right? And I don't know about you, but I'm working to live my crazy cool life now, not 10 years from now, but actually now. And once I realized that, I realized that I am enjoying, why can't I? I'm so powerful, right? You are too that you can create your level of crazy cool right now, right? You can be at peace right now. You can be relaxed and actually enjoy, get your happy back, have fun. And every day, every month, every year, it gets to that next level of crazy cool. And if you're burnt out, you're totally going against your vision, what you have been dreaming of, what life you're creating. Like we're all too busy. We're running ourselves into the ground. Life is only going to keep moving faster and getting more busy. So don't lose sight of the people and the pursuits that matter most. You cannot afford to miss out on the most beautiful parts of life. So cheers to slowing down and living your crazy cool life. I hope you enjoyed the show. If any of this resonated with you, I would love it if you would let me know and send me a DM at the Michelle Fernandez. And if you really want to get crazy, I would love it if you were to leave me an honest review over on iTunes. Until next time, let's grow your business together. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world. And every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. 
wait, before you go, you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable, one that is predictable and scalable. But it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke, more leads is not the only way to scale, and the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now, and I will see you live inside the training.